Okay, Jim, I think it's time for us to go through one of your songs. Should we do a show intro? <laughs> oh, a show intro. Hey, how y'all doing? This is Jim Bob's Music Massacre. Hello there, and welcome to another edition of uh, Jim Bob's Music Massacre. I'm Jim. And I'm Bob. Uh, this is a weekly foray into song lyrics, uh, both new and old. A dichotomy, if you will, of, uh, of song lyrics to decide what the hell they mean, whether they make any sense, whether we like them. Let's get on with it. Let's do it. So, every week we like to have a, a different artist come in and help us out. Uh, Who have we got this week? Oh, we've got uh, Phoebe Sparkle Spinks. <laughs> Sorry. Phoebe Sparkle Spinks? What is your... What is, Hello. Hi, Phoebe. Sorry, what is your full name? Um, well, my full name is Phoebe Isadora Coco Wright Spinks. Um, and obviously the show wouldn't happen without our producer, we love our Mika producers. Watkins. Hey, Mika. Just, Hi, Mika. I'm no longer Hi. a guest producer, I'm just your producer. You're the producer, this is it. You yeah. know, you've signed up, signed up for an eternity of producing right. this show. I'm very happy. Right, so uh, let's do the first song. Um, I've picked one uh, this week um, by a little-known band called... The Beatles. Oh, sorry, Beatles. Beatles. No, Beatles. Beatles. Sorry, Beatles. Yeah. Um, and this is a classic which I'm sure everybody's heard. Have you well, heard? it is. I to be honest, it's only me that hadn't sort of properly heard it, but it's called <laughs> "Don't Pass Me By." You heard of it, Mika? No. No. Oh. Phoebe, did you heard you heard of this before? You got um, that email saying learn this. <laughs> I think I might have heard this song before. Right. Okay. So um, this is off the White Album, um, and was written by. Richard Starkey. Really? Yeah. So the Beatles didn't do everything themselves. I did not <laughs> Richard Starkey is the real name of Ringo Starr. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So Ringo Starr, real name Richard Starkey. Um, apparently he first played this to the Beatles in 1962. It was only in 1968 when they were getting really fucking desperate for yeah. songs that they said, oh, go on then, Ringo, you can do <laughs> this I've, one. I've, we've been one. doing a lot of weird brain-altering chemicals and we, we <laughs> me and John we'll take out now me and John can't be asked writing any more songs so let's just take that we like, hate you know, each other now what was that really shit when you played us in 62 yeah they'll, we'll they'll buy out now the people will <laughs> buy out yeah. we just stick the B at Al's name we could just it. fart into a microphone with a drum beat and they'd still buy it I'd um, buy that so yeah so this was released in um, 1968 uh, and it went to number one in Denmark when? in 1969 wow Delayed That's reaction. Pretty good. That's yeah, pretty good. It's pretty good. So the Danish is that the the only song in the sixties that the Beatles released that didn't go to number one Probably, worldwide. I, I, um, we'll ask our producer who does the research. What do you say, Mika? <laughs> I prefer not to comment. Oh, okay. Nice. No can comment. Neither, she can it's, neither confirm nor deny. Um, Ringo Starr has written a lot of songs, but this is like the only one that I'm aware of. That's not to say there aren't others, but the only one I'm aware of. Um, Did he not write probably. the theme tune to Thomas the Tank Engine? He didn't write into that, he narrated it though. Oh, cool. Oh, and Thomas pulled Did into really? a siding. Yes, Phoebe. I, I didn't... <laughs> Anything um, to get Jim's <laughs> basket of impressions <laughs> out. You. Yeah. <laughs> um, right, so let's uh, let's crack on, let's have a listen to it. All right, how do you... Let's, okay. Play us a song, Phoebe. So, where, where are you thinking? Just here. <laughs> Just wherever, you know. I'm not lugging that piano, huh? <laughs> Listen for your footsteps coming up the drive Listen for your footsteps but they don't arrive Waiting for your knock dear on my old front door I don't hear it, does it mean you don't love me anymore? Okay, cool, so far we've got Ringo Starr, sat at home Can't see how wrong with it No, Wacy's waiting for someone Yeah But so far not turned up 
Here comes annoying, isn't it? <laughs> um, right, Let's so let, let's do the next verse. Let's have a listen. What's, what's going to happen? <clears throat> I'm sorry that I doubted you. I was so unfair. You were in a car crash and you lost your hair. You said that you'd be late about an hour or two. <laughs> I said, that's all right. I'm waiting here, just waiting here to hear from you. What? <laughs> Ringo, what the fuck are you, what are you doing? So this is a kind of starts off as a bittersweet song about he's waiting for someone who doesn't turn up. And then he goes, it's like, oh, where? There's one thing. <laughs> there's one thing I'll let you off. You know, you've been late so many times. There better be a good reason this time. There better be a good reason. What is it? What's happened? I was in a, I was in a car crash and I lost all my hair. Oh. Well, I'm sorry I doubted you then. I mean, that's... that's but as a, as a writer sitting around looking for a reason as to why somebody might be late, it's like, oh, no, but well, why why are they late? They've left me? No, we've done that before. Oh, what else is like? Car crash. Oh, Car yeah, crash. we've not done that before. Let's let's wangle lines for song. So, yeah, I just it feels a little bit... But then I suppose if, if you're Ringo Starr and you're tripping balls on acid, then that may sort of strike you as a viable... Have you ever uh, needed to be late or you were late and shaved off your hair just as an excuse? I might have used the excuse, but I wouldn't shave off my hair in, in time. So you with think it. you might have in the past used that exact excuse? I mean, well, well, I, I could say no, because I could say, oh, sorry, I, I went for a wax. Ah. Right. Oh, oh, right. oh, I lost that hair. So right. I was obviously yeah. assuming hair on the head. I was How picturing car crash, fire, head on fire, but yeah. lost hair. Hey, weirdly, this is the second time that we've talked about heads on fire. Cause, yeah. I know, in the other show, Dolly Parton. Yeah, <laughs> yeah last week, if you remember, week. we were chatting about Dolly, Dolly Parton's hair. Jolene. Jolene. His head was on fire. Yeah. More of and a now, theme than we thought. maybe this is Jolene. Maybe Jolene is the person that, and this is Dolly's man who's singing it. But so. I'm sorry that I doubted mm. you. I was so unfair. You were in a car crash and you had your muff waxed. <laughs> I, know, I don't buy it, Mika. I, mean, I think I think it was literally she's been put on the spot and gone. <laughs> You're late. Why? Uh, I was I in a car crash and lost all my hair. Do you no, think see, she I meant to say I washed my hair? Oh, oh. Mm. maybe yeah. Maybe washed. that's the lyrics. Of- and then I washed. I mean, then she just had to stick with it because you know she said it, it was yeah. out there. Washed, washed rhymes with lost. <laughs> so it could it could have like. So I was in a car crash, and then she thought, you know what, I'll tone it down a bit now, and I washed my hair. Yeah. Why were you late? I was in a car crash. Oh, wash, and also I was washing my hair. That was like John's suggestion. It's like, why don't you say, oh, yeah, she lost her hair. And, <laughs> and then Ringo's gone, yeah, brilliant, lost her hair. Lost so, it. Like, I'm no. Done, I'm no, 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 I said washed. Yeah, yeah lost. Yeah. Yeah. Wash, wash my lips. <laughs> oh, dear. Is there any other meaning for car crash, though? I mean, we got lost your hair wrong. She could have literally been like, sorry, I'm a car crash. Yeah. Right. Yeah, or... I really think this is an ordinary modern day woman who's just saying things like, sorry, I'm a bit of a mess, I went for a wax. Mm. And they've completely been taken out of proportion. I thought it was just a horrific second verse whereby uh, a woman you, was in a car crash. But if you lose your hair in a car crash, I mean, you've been scalped, right? Yeah, a couple that's of times, a serious, yeah. Seri- you know, that's hospital for a, a year. Yeah, yeah. I, well, but for most you, people, I didn't. You, I was up and around <laughs> pretty quickly after my scalping. But If um, you go into the next bit... Yeah, well, exactly, the next bit. So can you take it from... Um, uh, you said that you would be late, Phoebe, so, and you lost your hair, and then the next line after that. You are in a car crash and you lost your hair. You said that you would be late about an hour or two. I said that's all right, I'm just waiting here to hear from you. So, so she predicted I, that she was going to be in a car crash, is what I'm saying. It's like, uh, are you going to be... <laughs> 
a very minor one though. So you take her. Yeah. Take her an hour. No, it's hour. what you lost your hair in a car crash, and you think that's a minor car crash. <laughs> yeah, some of the car no, crashes Mika's say, been in are just like. Let's just say it'll be an hour or two, right? Yeah. So, so she, it's a minor car crash. But, she just took her hair with her. But, oh, see, because I'm I, I'm reading this as like, so you were in a car crash and you lost your hair. But even though she'd been in a car crash and she's lost her hair, she was still re- had the presence of mind to go, oh god, I'm going to be late for Ringo again. So I'm going to call him and say, look, I'm going to be I'm going to be a bit late, about an hour or two. All right, why? What's the problem? What's going on? So I, I can't talk <laughs> about it. Later. I don't want to talk about it right now. But you just I, wait there. I'm going to be late. Wait to hear from me. It's like oh, doctors are going mentally. It's like look, we really need to get you into surgery right now. It's like no, I need to speak to Ringo. And she's got to find the payphone at yeah. that yeah. Uh, yeah. during those days. It's not like she just get a mobile light and ring it. No, he's like pay, go to pay, and doctors. Are, well, Ringo, what Ringo Star? Like yeah, it's like oh, oh, right, fair enough. Yeah, say hi from me. <laughs> yeah, tell him. Um, it's like painting a very different side to this whole song, which is a very dedicated woman who's got very badly hurt, but is still making the effort absolutely, to call him absolutely. and get there. And I think Ringo should put full of, feel a bit disappointed with himself that his immediate assumption was, oh, she's late again. It's mm. like, she's been in a fucking well, accident. Well, she's still calling he's apologising. And like, doc, doctors recommended she should stay in under, mm. under observation for several days, but she's like, no, no, no I'm going to be late, about an hour or two. I just need to get my hair sewn back on, yeah. <laughs> my scalp sewn back on, and then I will be with you. Although I feel like in the chorus he's saying, don't pass me by. And that's not actually quite the same thing as not turning up altogether. So I think right. there might she be was another. The there yeah. might have been another. Yeah, she drove by. She it's just lit drive by. No, she didn't drive by. Instead of driving by, she just crashed next to him. It's like, <laughs> don't don't pass me by. She's like, all right, he just crashed next to him. It's like, how do you how do you stop this thing? Well, because then she did at least turn up. Yeah. Hmm. Which that? again fits with Don't Make Me Blue. He's like, don't fucking plow the car into me because I, yeah. I can't be dealing with bruises and shit. Well, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, a great way to defect it is sort of like, you know, she, he's going to be angry that I'm late. So if I just crash into a tree next to him, that'll sort of like, he'll forget all about the lateness. <laughs> so you're like, oh, you're all right. Like, oh, God, yeah. I have to, um, this might uh, give away a secret of a friend of mine, but he was once late for work, Andre, and uh, he'd been late a lot of times. So Ooh. he did just crash his car into a bridge. <laughs> as the excuse for being late. So if the insurance company or the police are listening to this, uh, that's Andre Robottom. Andre Robottom. When was the accident, Bob, roughly? Uh, roughly uh, the time that uh, uh, this, this song was released, I think. <laughs> he did lose his hair. Well, yeah, he went bald. Yeah, like in the 20 years after that. <laughs> yeah. But as a direct result of the car crash. Is that what he claimed for on insurance? <laughs> yeah. The Belgravia Centre have, have paid out, and you know, <laughs> twenty years on, they're like, right, the stress of that car crash is is what's led predominantly to the hair loss. Yes. Feel for you, Andre. But I, I don't know. I like to think that she's predicted it. I like she's like, you know what? I'm going to be a bit late. Oh, really? What's what's the problem? Yeah, I'm going to have a car crash, and I'll lose my hair. Well, and he's like, all right, fine. I'll just this out here waiting for you then cool. <laughs> she's like what you st- don't, don't you're not going to question that <laughs> don't, don't be here waiting for me I've told you I'm going to crash my car and lose my hair just you if know, you're committed, make other plans tonight if you're tonight. committed you'll get here <laughs> I'm, it's, yeah. I'm not <laughs> yeah well I, I, that's it I'm done with this song I just it was that it was that verse of the car crash it's kind of like me 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 playing the victim you know love unrequited perhaps no she was in a car crash don't pass me by, don't make me cry, don't make me blue Cause you know, darling, I love only you You'll never know it hurt me so I hate to see you go, don't pass me by Don't make me cry You are listening to the smooth tunes of Jim Bob's Music Massacre 
Okay, so this is when you mix metaphors. <laughs> so yeah, it's a mixed metaphor. It's a clever point on the metaphor. end. We're so gonna have to one... register those domains before we uh, get this out there. <laughs> yes. This is one from a friend who Ooh-hoo. said... Who, who is it? Who is it from? My friend Jade. Oh, oh Jade. Jade. Thanks for listening and writing in and giving us this. <laughs> um, and it's, she said, a wolf in cheap clothing. Oh. Instead rather than of... a wolf in sheep's clothing. Oh, I thought instead of a wolf in expensive clothing. <laughs> well, A wolf in clothing. Well, that's not too bad a one, is it? Because, like, wool is pretty cheap. So if uh, a wolf was wearing sheep's clothing, it would also be cheap clothing. Actually, is sheepskin not quite expensive? Yes. But just wool. Sheepskin, woolen, but sheepskin. Depends if it's sheepskin or just a sheep's clothes. They're different things. Oh, so you're thinking that a wolf's in sheep's actual clothes? Yeah. Like like a velvet jacket. Like a a waistcoat (laughs) over its outer layer. Okay. Like a Gucci. It's actually a very smartly dressed wolf. Mm. Because it's stolen the clothes off a smartly dressed sheep. Exactly. Right. You heard it here first. (laughs) Mixed metaphors. We're always on the lookout for pedantoids, mixed metaphoids and misheardoids here at Jim Bob's Music Massacre. So if you've got any, please get in touch. You can contact us at Twitter, which is at Jim Bob's Music, Facebook and Instagram, where Jim Bob's Music Massacre, or you can visit our website, jimbobsmusicmassacre.com. Right. Psychic. Your song, Bob. What are we doing for your song, Bob? Ah. Pick a song, Bob. Just random. I'm actually off the randomly, uh, randomly You're actually what? You're off. You've got to go. I've got to go now, so... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Have you? No, no. Oh. <laughs> Okay, the song that I'm going to talk about now was released by a British rock band in 1980 as a single and was the title track to an album of the same name. Again? Yeah, I like last week. Yeah. I like yeah, song last week. week. Yeah. I like to pick songs that are the title songs of albums. Mm, it was a big thing. Yeah, this song spent 13 weeks in the UK singles chart mm. and originally peaked at number 15 upon its initial release. Incredible. And then, at the midweek point in January 2016, it entered the charts again and reached number nine following the death of the band's frontman in December 2015. Oh, have you guessed what it is? (laughs) (laughs) You're not the only psychic. In March 2005, Q Magazine placed it at number 27 in a list of the 100 greatest guitar tracks. The song is, of course, The Ace of Spades by Lemmy and Mohead. Wow. Wow. I'm sure they're going to be proud to hear me do an acoustic piano cover of this. It lends itself yeah. perfectly to it. Yeah. <laughs> so, if you, do you want to just do the piece of spades? The yes. Of spades. Just do yeah. the chorus. Yeah. It's on you. What's he trying to say there? I think he's saying uh, the Ace of Spades. Oh, right. It's a card. A card in a... Yeah, you know, I, mean, uh, I know I, uh, I played, a bit, of, played a bit of poker in my time, Bob. You yeah. do, yeah. 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 I, thought, I remember you did. So, Jim... Uh, bit of a whale. What's your favourite card? Uh, actually, the Ace of Spades. Mm. I, I would have thought that your favourite card was Alfred from the game Guess Who? Is that... <laughs> <laughs> That's my your sort well, of actually, card that you're hoping for when you're playing a game of poker. There was one one of the guys in Guess Who actually looked a lot like my dad. Um, I can't remember his name. Oh, Alfred. I, I, mean, I know my dad's name. <laughs> yeah, do you? I can't remember the guy. <laughs> do you? Guess Who? Is that, is that your mum was, you and your mum played that often, did you? It's like, <laughs> mum, who's my dad? Get Guess Who out again, Jim. We'll, we'll go through it. I don't know, all right? Just, <laughs> did he wear glasses? Yeah, yeah all right. Has he got a hat on? Yeah, no, no, no. and it always turned out that that card looked like 
Your dad. Interesting. Do you know what Lemmy's real name was? Anyone? Lemmington. Yeah, Lemon. Lemmy. Yeah, Lemmy Lemmington. No, his, Lemmy. Name, <laughs> his name was Ian Fraser Kilmister. Ian Fraser Kilmister. Kilmister. Kilminster. Kilmister. Kilmister. Yeah. Yeah. Can I swear? Yeah. Oh, fucking right. yeah. <laughs> okay, so. For fuck's sake, you can swear. Well, Not the fucking BBC. Spades, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, with this song, I'm kind of struggling to find out whether I think that Lemmy is actually a really positive role model for gambling or a complete mess. Um. <laughs> Let's hear this next bit. Let's hear this next bit. Okay. Please gamble responsibly. If you like to gamble, I'm telling you I'm your man. You win some, lose some, it's all the same to me. So he don't care. He don't care. Just do good shit. But I think that's a good thing because I think pretty much like you actually, Jim. Well, it's funny you say that because I was going to say it's a bit like you. Ooh, Ooh snap, right. bitch! Do you remember uh, one time when we were playing poker, Jim, and uh, it was got to a really tense, <laughs> tense part yep. of the game? And there's been so many. Which one are you? One in particular? Yeah, I'll tell you the one in particular. <laughs> I'm just explaining it to you now. So the last card came. Everybody in the room was looking. It was Jim, heads up against this other guy. Mm. All the chips were in the name? middle. His name was... Who was it? I think it was Rich, wasn't it? Was it Rich? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so all the chips were in the middle. Last card comes over. Everybody's like, ooh. Everybody turns to look at Jim. Jim's like, ooh. ooh. And we're like... No, Jim, you've won. Jim, you know you've won, don't you? He's like... Yeah, yeah. We, and, but he still wouldn't get the chips because he thought we might be tricking him. He's just looking there going like, yeah, I know I've won. We're like, well, do you want to take your chips? He's like, yeah. Yeah, I, look, I'd forgotten my little chart which tells me which <laughs> hand wins over which. <laughs> I didn't know. So, but I did win and I won big. You won big. 80 the quid. 80 quid. 80 oh, quid that's home, actually yeah. quite a good way of bluffing if you just don't know at all. It's not really it's called bluffing though, is it? <laughs> I mean, you it's could... a double bluff. Is it? <laughs> All right. Okay. Maybe it's the king. It's actually really hard playing. It's actually really hard playing in poker against people who don't know what they're doing because you can't read them and you've you've no idea. They could be like going, "Oh, I've got a really good hand," and they don't know it. But then they do exactly. Case in point, me. Case in point, you're a genius. I'm a fucking genius. Like Lemmy. Genius. Like Lemmington Remington. Yeah. So I think it's that is all cool if you're you're gambling responsibly. Like you've got your little mm. budget and you're just having a bit of a laugh. You've got a budget with it. <laughs> budget. Oh right, budget. <laughs> Just because I'm from up north, we don't say teas properly, do we? Though it's like in mine, you take a canary. Ah, yeah, you know, t- you, oh, when you go like, gambling, you take a budget. A little budget. Just make you. sure. Yeah. He, yeah, when I play poker, I have a little budget with me that, like, when I've got. Yeah. Low on chips, it'll just collapse and die, and then I walk out. That's how I know to leave. That. I was thinking he'd sort of like he'd, he'd look at the other cards and it. Oh, that would have made more sense actually. No, beans. mine just collapsed and died. <laughs> yeah. a bit of a bit of a silly Sad way story. to train it. You, like I wish animal, I'd had you there. I wish I'd had you sat on my shoulder, just you know, telling me what to do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Stick, twist. No, Jim, it's poker. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lemmy does start to sound a bit badass, and you know, Lemmy. Famous, oh God, yeah. famous for hard living. Did you know it was like he was actually physically Sick. had to take speed. His body was so used to Just, amphetamines that he couldn't like go a day without it. It was, it was like <sighs> we've all been there, haven't we? Yeah, it was that was a t- yeah that was a tough tough year. decade. <laughs> so if we just hear, hear this next bit. You know I'm born to lose and gambling's for fools, but that's the way I like it, baby. I don't want to live forever. 
Rock and roll. That's I rock know. and roll, man. Yeah. That's the way that Jim plays poker. Yeah. yeah. Throw all of his chips on the chips floor. Chips on the floor. Throw fucking the cards on the floor. I take my Show pants off. Budgie on the floor. Yeah, like smash trump on the and budgie. roll. Yeah. That's super badass. Until. Let me sing the next line. Oh. And don't forget the Joker. Don't forget the Joker. As far as I'm aware, the Joker's removed from the pack before. Exactly. You know what, Lemmy? I am going to forget the Joker. You know what? <laughs> because even if the Joker accidentally makes its way into the pack and you get dealt it, you just say, uh, I accidentally got the Joker. Is there a chance I could have another card? And they just deal you another card. So I am forgetting the Joker. Yeah, I'm forgetting the Joker. I'm forgetting the Joker. So, but you're assuming they're playing poker. No, there's no gambling oh, game yeah, whatsoever. No, no there's the game where you yeah. pick the Joker out. Oh, in that, casinos. In, yeah, for cash. Hey, who have you, says have you we're playing high in a casino? Pick the Joker out. That's called yeah. Scabby Queen. Scabby Queen. Yeah, you played, I played that in a casino with the Joker. In Vegas. Yeah. Scabby. That's Scabby, Scabby Joker. Joker. Oh, you played. That was a different thing, Scabby Jim. That was in a small club in Finsbury Park. Scabby oh, yeah, Joker. Was, yeah, that was a good. Uh, what? Was it small Rose? alleyway. No. Yeah, yeah. And there were no cars involved. Exactly. I mean, Larry does say the pleasure. It he does, does say, say the pleasure. He does say the. Pleasure is to play, it makes no difference what you say. Yeah, I get that. I'm, I'm, I'm totally fine with that. I just think it just doesn't make me feel like he's a badass if he's playing all these high stakes gambling games where a Joker could be involved. Mm. Past the Joker, Scabby Joker. Unless, unless he doesn't mean Joker with a capital J and he's just like, he's the Joker, you know? He's like a Joker. Oh. Oh. He is a bit being of a like, Joker. He's like, don't, jokers. don't forget to be funny. And, don't forget that know. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget that the life and soul's here. By the way, I haven't got any speed because I'm coming down and feeling <laughs> terrible right now. Jim will have some. Likes it. Because if he's saying don't forget the Joker, then you know most packs of cards also come with the rules to bridge. <laughs> it's like, why is he not yeah. saying that? It could have been yeah. like, don't forget the Joker or the rules Who's to bridge. bridge. <laughs> and the last packet of cards I got came with an advert for Pass the Pigs in it. Well, there you go. Pigs. Yeah. Pass the Pigs is a classic game. I oh, mean, yeah. High stakes. He might have been talking pigs. about Pass the Pigs this yeah. whole time. Bob and I sometimes play that. Like, <laughs> Scabby Pass the Pigs. 100 quid buy-in. Yeah. Down at the Piccadilly, Piccadilly Pub. The Queen's Head. <laughs> I mean, the Queen's Head Pub at Piccadilly Circus. It's not entirely true. I was at a craps game in Vegas where I wanged a couple of Pass the Pigs on there. They, were, they weren't happy with it. <laughs> wow. Sir, There's... we've told you about this before. Please stop throwing your pigs onto the... And here's your winnings. <laughs> <laughs> you did get making bacon. There you go. It's pigs and troughs, really, isn't it? It's pigs, troughs, sheep, amphetamines. That's a gym's night in, basically. <laughs> Every time I gamble, I there's like no part of me that believes I won't win. What? Yeah, yeah. So when I I can't go to the races, that's a and bit stuff. of a gamble. I know, <laughs> it really is. And um, so have when you ever I go been to... proved wrong, or are you like a I, savant oh, no, no, no. at Fre- gambling? Frequently, uh, frequently proved wrong. But I've won the Grand National like three times in a row. As a jockey, as a, <laughs> as a horse, as a, as a horse. <laughs> as a horse. <laughs> it's like Mister Piggott riding me. <laughs> yeah. And it's Mika Watkins, Mika Watkins coming around the side. We Mika Watkins. There's a Italian fair. There's an Italian fair. There's a human being ridden by another. Always chasing horses. Always chasing horses coming around. I'm the only human in the Grand National. I win against all the horses. I think I'm three times. Three times. Red rum standard. Brilliant. You know I'm born to lose and gambling's for fools But that's the way I like it, baby I don't want to live forever and Don't forget the parts that pigs yeah. And as the Gamble Aware website says When the fun stops, stop 
No, that doesn't apply to this podcast, though. Like when the fun <laughs> stops here, please, keep going. Keep all right, double down. Do whatever it takes to just stay through it because this will get fun again. Yeah. Um, and put it on Mika. So this could be like a new yeah. section for the show specifically for today. Maybe going going forward, but um, Phoebe and I like to do uh, some punnery from time okay, to time. Right. So, for example, the fish punnery that we'd, we'd do, we'd, we'd say, uh, oh, Phoebe, that joke's got no soul. How about, you... how about space, seeing as I'm writing about space? Okay, space. Space yeah. and aliens, you know, all that shit. Make, uh, you're space. a bit of a star to I would speak. I would do I that. I feel a bit alienated about that one. Mm. That's mean... right, son. It's all right, I'll edit out the pause. <laughs> <laughs> it'll, it'll seem like a seamless, a seamless flow of it. <laughs> Just I need like something it. to take me back down to earth. Yeah, uh, it, it feels like the atmosphere has right just been now. sucked straight out of yeah. this room. I'm doing my conceit Uranus. <laughs> Sorry, I put, oh, me, that one. I put my pants back on. I shouldn't have taken them off. It was inappropriate. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it, was it or was that just a black hole? He's <laughs> <laughs> meaning no. everybody. I think it was a wormhole. <laughs> It was what I was saying. Just doing a bit of mooning. Oh, mooning, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, I shouldn't be mooning in the studio. Showing off no my No mooning anus. in the studio. My anus doesn't work, does it? <laughs> I shouldn't now be moving showing off your anus. Your yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, must remember to vacuum in here later. <sighs> Three out of ten. <laughs> Come on, let's try in. You've only come up with that one. You're like, can we do space? Because I've come up with, with a Uranus yeah. joke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't even a pun. Yeah, just talking about my anus. Yeah. Oh. Come on, oh. you two. I feel like be... I'm kind of being Jupitered. Oh, <laughs> oh like nice. it. Nice. If you've enjoyed Jimbo's Music Massacre, then please do give us a share on social media. It helps us to build a bit of a fan base. And if you're on iTunes, then please do give us a rating in iTunes. Thanks a lot. This okay, so this is Kanye Gold Digger. No. What? Hi, Kanye. Nice to meet you. Who's who sent this in? <laughs> the most unkind. Hi, this is Kanye Gold Digger. Um, reporting live from uh, Jumbo's Music Massacre. This one is from Kim Hibbert. It's um, Gold Digger by Kanye. All right. Where he says, "But I'm looking for the one. Have you seen her? My psychic told me she have an ass like Serena." Which they thought was, my psychic told me she have an Essex arena. <laughs> That's quite. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> That's very specific. We can't yeah. to be singing about. I've got a Miss Herdoid. Oh, okay. Uh, this is from uh, Laura. You know that song. Ooh, ooh, I think that I found myself a cheerleader. She thought it was. Ooh, I think that I found myself a cherry pie. <laughs> <laughs> it can't, that. She's watched a lot of those sort of cartoons where some like person would be walking past and the cherry pie would be cooling on a, in, on a, on a, on a window windowsill. and then someone would eat it yeah. and mm. then they'd get beaten up like Tom <laughs> from Tom and Jerry would get beaten up for, yeah, like, for nicking the pie. Nicking Isn't pie. cherry pie like a sort of derogatory term for like a prostitute? Oh, so when you you know when you're like I want a slice of cherry pie or it's mm. like a, a piece of meat. It's not the most derogatory term I've heard for a prostitute. <laughs> Maybe it's not prostitute. Maybe it's woman. Yeah. <laughs> that does explain why when I went into that brothel in America and I asked for a slice of cherry pie, they looked at me strangely. Jim, everybody looked at you strangely. Because <laughs> I was ordering cherry pie like, in a brothel. You know what I fancy? A slice of cherry pie. I just... It was like, why don't you go to that little... Uh, why don't you go to IHOP? No, I want it here from here. Uh, yeah, just, <laughs> this, is, this is a brothel, Jim. If you've enjoyed Jimbob's Music Massacre, then head on over to jimbobsmusicmassacre.com where you can subscribe to our mailing list and every time we post a new episode, we'll send you a little email.